Hi, and welcome to the Virtuosity Project podcast. My name's Lisa Hetherington, and I'll be chatting to you each week about all things CrossFit, motivation, life, a little bit behind the doors of a CrossFit affiliate, and anything else that we think might provide you with some education, uh, give you a little bit of entertainment and some inspiration along the way. So thanks for listening. If you do enjoy what you hear, please feel free to give us a review on iTunes through the Apple Podcast app. Uh, That would help us out a great deal. Leave us a review, give us a rating. We would really love that. And please share this with your friends. All right, let's get to today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Virtuosity Project. I'm Lisa Hetherington. I'm your host for this little weekly podcast and foray into all things CrossFit, wellness and mindset. I hope you've had a good week. How has your week been? Check in with yourself. Have you taken care of yourself with a bit of self-care this week? Have you taken some time out, eaten well, slept well, trained well, recovered well, ticked all the boxes? You've had a great week. If you've had an up and down week, all you can strive to do is try and make the next week a little bit better. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, so this week I want to talk about a, a topic that's been really resonating with me and uh, ruminating around in my brain for the last few days. Um, and that's why I've called this episode Own Your Shit. All right. Um, and this is about taking ownership for where you are, where you're at and your actions and, and also your outcomes. Um, I've just seen a lot of instances lately where people are just not owning their stuff and you know, none of us are perfect. We've all gone through stages in life where, you know, we haven't owned our stuff and it takes a while to get to that point. Don't get me wrong. And I've been hand up here. It's it's taken me a long time to get that point and I don't always get it right. But when you see people like settling for less and accepting less for themselves as a coach, it kind of makes me sad in a way that they're uh, taking that path of least resistance and just copping out and uh, not accept, not you know, trying to, to live their best life and and give themselves everything that they deserve and every opportunity, and not just in a training sense, um, but in all aspects of lives. And you're like, well, rather than taking the path of least resistance, maybe you know, push a little harder, dig a little deeper, and find a way through. Um, some some ways that we don't own our own shit is is very simply is avoiding it it's like if someone is annoying you or irritating you or you know you're not happy with someone rather than dealing with that and having a conversation as difficult as that may be what do you do you just avoid it so you ignore them you disappear um, you avoid being in situations with them when really it might be healthier for everyone to to have that conversation and sorted out it might be something that's completely resolvable you don't know another uh way that i see that people aren't owning their own shit is deflection so putting their issues onto somebody else and making it their problem not or making it you know the other person's problem not theirs so then they don't have to own it they don't have to take accountability they don't have to change anything it's not my problem i didn't do anything wrong it was because person x did this or person x didn't do that and that's pretty tough because when you make your issue somebody else's, it gives them a pretty hard, um, 
you know, road to walk. Uh, it can lead to them questioning their own self-worth and what they did or didn't do or how they could have done it better when really, you know, they have they have no part. And it can take some time for them to realise that, oh, hang on a minute, no, the issue is not with me, it's your issue and you've just put it onto me. Um, so it can be quite a little challenging little road for people to work, um, to walk. As a gym owner, we see that um, quite a lot, um, particularly, I know uh, listeners out there who are gym owners would agree, every time, or not every time, but a lot of times people will want to not train anymore, they're not gonna cancel, and they'll give you some generic bullshit excuse. Um, I don't have the time, uh, <clears throat> is always the, the key one, um, you know, or, oh, the, the class hours don't suit me or, you know, all those sort of things. When in reality, that the issue is that you're choosing to prioritise other things over, you know, time for yourself and your own health and wellness. We've all got the same 24 hours in the day. And I remember a few many years ago, um, someone used the example that uh, <coughs> there's no one busier in the world than Barack Obama when he was the President of the United States yet he still found a couple of hours a day to, to train. And regardless whether he had on-site trainers or an on-site facility, he still had to stop what he was doing, get changed, go make that happen, and then come back to what he was doing. Um, so he made time for that to happen. Um, and I'm pretty sure if people, uh, when they say that they don't have time, give me your phone. There's a neat little feature. I know it's definitely on Apple phones. I'm not sure about the Android ones. It tells you your usage. I guarantee you when I look at your usage for your Facebook and your Instagram or your other apps on there or your total phone usage in a day, um, we could find an hour in there that you could train. Absolutely. And you'd find it that you're probably being aware of that, more productive in your everyday life. Um, so that's what we're kind of um, <coughs> working on is it like own it. Go, okay, well, yeah, I don't have time but I'm choosing to prioritize X, Y, Z instead of training. It's not a priority for me right now. And as a, as a gym owner, we would love to get an email like that from somebody or have a conversation with somebody. And it lets us have that dialogue about, well, okay, what, what's making you prioritize that rather than the generic excuses that, that you get. Um, you know, standing up and owning that gets you far more respect than giving a generic excuse about time or money when you know, it later becomes revealed that those things were not correct. Uh, I know in the past I've had people who leave for whatever reason and don't have time, don't have money. You know, next minute you're looking at their socials, they're out on the grog every weekend, they're, you know, buying, you know, a new car or stuff like that. And that's cool. You're, that's your money, your time, able to do what you want with it. But own it. Just say I'm prioritizing other areas of my life than my health and wellness. And as coaches, we always want you to prioritize your health and wellness, but ultimately you're the adult. So stand up, put your hand up. This is what it is. This is how it is. Um, if you own your shit, it also stops you being able to play the victim. And I know that sometimes, you know, we've all fall, fallen into the trap of playing the victim and hard done by, but it's not a happy place to be and nothing changes in that space. If you sit down and are, and are the victim, then nothing changes. 
you're not going to move forward because you're still stuck in that spot. So you're not going to grow as a human. You're not going to change the situation in any way. <coughs> you're not going to um, resolve anything or learn anything or grow personally. You're just going to stay in that spot. And next time you have a difficult situation, the same thing is going to happen. Um, whereas if you own it, you don't, you don't get to be the victim. You get to be in charge of the outcomes and you get to control your story and get to get that personal growth from that difficult conversation. You get to get that, um, the learning, you get to get feeling stronger for having those conversations and feel positive about what you've decided to do and that you've made a choice for yourself and you stand by it rather than, you know, squirreling around the back doors. If, um, it's even people in relationships if, or friendships and if you don't want to be friends with somebody anymore don't but don't you know make a million excuses about why it's onto them coming back to that deflection um when you know they may not have had any part of it, not even be aware of any particular issue um when you stand up and and own it it requires a little bit of self-reflection about okay why am i taking this action why am i feeling this way and I found for me particularly useful is my daily journaling. If I'm feeling particularly unsettled about something or something's not making me happy and I'm writing about it and like and asking myself questions, I find it easier in my journaling to ask myself a question rather than just today I went, you know, out the road and I had a nice lunch and stuff like that. It's very much um, um, a two-way conversation with myself, which sounds a little crazy. But I'll ask myself questions, so what, why did this make you feel that way? And I'm writing my answers and it's fleshing out so I can actually get to the, the, the root issue and then I have a cause, is it? Or I have, uh, I have the reason for why I'm prioritizing um, something a little bit differently or why I'm uh, feeling a certain way. And then that lets me take actions to either go speak to somebody and resolve the situation um, do whatever I need to do to resolve the, the actions. Now, some people will listen to this and go, well, you know, and think I'm a hypocrite or whatever. And that's not the case. I'm, I've, I've spent a whole lot of my life not owning my shit. And I'm very well aware of that. And I've spent the last few years actively trying to, to own it. Like someone will look at me and say, well, you can't be owning it. Look at, look at your weight or, you know, you don't train as consistently as you should. And I do. And hands up amen but i'm owning my reasons for that and that i have chosen to prioritize my business over myself however that's making the transition back now where i'm also making myself an equal priority and taking steps to get myself to where i want to be and that's through training and taking time out for for golf um, working with my nutrition coach all those sort of things are about me owning it rather than sitting down saying well i have to work so much i don't have time well like I said, we all have time. I can make time to do things. It's just whether I choose to prioritize one activity over another. And even having time out for myself, I can make that time. I can create that time. It just means I'm making that particular activity a priority over anything else that I have to do. Clearly things that are uh, business critical or, or personally critical, you know, they'll get done. But if I do have the capacity, then I'm aligning my priorities more around my own personal wellness um, so then I can uh, lead 
my people better, my members and my community here better in, the, in their quest for wellness. So, you know, I'm, I'm very well aware of my own personal flaws and vulnerabilities and, and failings absolutely out there in black and white. And I've been fairly transparent on this podcast about that. I'm not just sitting up here in an ivory tower telling people how it should be. I'm very well aware and I'm a work in progress the same as the same as anybody out there. Um, and it takes time and you have to get to that realization yourself that, you know, if I don't take control, then nothing will change. So if I sit down and play the victim to my hours or my schedule or my workload or um, being tired or, or any of that stuff, I'm not going to move forward. Nothing's going to change. I'm going to be the same in two years, three years, four years. Whereas by owning it, I go, okay, well, I recognize that I work long hours. How can I, and that's my choice. <clears throat> um, how do I work around that? How do I carve time into that and protect that? And how do I make that work? So by taking ownership of it and that I have created the situation, then I can create ownership of the outcome and create an outcome for myself to make it better. So I've learned, I've grown through reflection and maybe what is not the ideal way to do something and move forward. So about when we talk about how to own our shit, um, it's very much um, on that having that self-awareness and that self-reflection to go, oh, you know, maybe, maybe this is on me. You know, it's not my, uh, uh, it's interesting. Yesterday we had a discussion in our class here one of my guys who's been coming, you know, sporadically, he's got a lot of stuff going on in his outside life. And <clears throat> we were talking about improving on something. He said, well, I've been here five years and I still don't have that. And I made a joke, oh, you must be, you know, following some shit programming. His reply straight away was, no, I'm just lazy. And he owned it and he put it out there. And, you know, we laughed and, you know, I said, that's perfect. That's exactly what I'm going to quote on my podcast tomorrow. Um, you know, and he owns that. He could have said, oh, well, the programming doesn't work for me or the class times don't work for me. I'm very busy. I've got to commute to work. I've got a house, dogs, wife, uh, kids, whatever. But he didn't. He knows he's been prioritizing other things. Like I might not have used the word lazy to describe him, but he's put it out there and, and he's owning his reason for it, not on anyone else for anything else. And that's awesome. I was like, yeah, high five, buddy. Well done. You know, that's, that's owning it. That's what we want to see. Not, you know, oh, I'm, I'm stopping training because, you know, I don't want to um, disappoint people or, or anything like that. It's like, well, if, unless anyone said that to you, which I guarantee you they haven't here, then, then don't put that on us. You're choosing to prioritize other things that aren't yourself. And that's okay if that's your choice. That's great. Um, we wish you well, but own it. So you need to have that self-awareness and that self-reflection and be prepared to have the card conversation. And I know in earlier podcasts, I've talked about, you know, looking yourself in the mirror when you're talking about your excuses or what's stopping you getting to where you want to be and having that conversation with yourself about um, looking yourself in the eye and going, what's my, what, what are my excuses? And, and seeing if they hold up, you know, when you're eye to eye, it's easy when you're not looking at anyone else or staring at your own reflection in the mirror you know, do you flinch when you say that to yourself? Because then you know. Do you get that little twinge where you kind of know, oh, that's okay? Um, 
we all know when we're taking the easy way out and we all do it at different times you know it's human nature let's find the most efficient route find a shortcut um but as humans do we deserve that do we deserve that for ourselves um our whole mission here at, at crossfit 4504 is helping our members lead, lead their best lives live your best life be your best self right physically emotionally socially um mentally everything you know be the best that you can be now if you <coughs> let yourself off the hook with a bullshit excuse that you keep telling yourself over and over again is that what you deserve if if it was a scenario between you and somebody else and you could see somebody else doing that to themselves would you and they were your best friend or the most important person in your life would you be happy if you saw that and you wouldn't you you would want them to to have everything that they could in life so we've got to be that person for ourselves is go hang on a minute i deserve more i deserve to be fit and strong and healthy and functional and well you know why have my life limited by not being able to do activities because of my weight or lack of mobility or lack of fitness you know if friends invite you to go bushwalking for the weekend and you are i won't be able to keep up so you don't go so you've missed a great opportunity to have a great time with friends simply because you you not living your best life and you're prioritizing other things over that and whether that's prioritizing netflix big fan of netflix netflix or uh you know just sitting and hanging then that's okay but then don't be sad about it and don't be the victim going oh everyone does things that i can't do and no one invites me well you know they have but if you keep saying no a thousand times people will eventually stop asking it's kind of like the law of averages no one wants to force you into it but just imagine if you gave yourself the opportunity to live your best life and you were feeling fit and strong and well and happy and content and secure you'd jump at the opportunity you know whether it would be climb the, the story bridge up here in brisbane or do the latest thing which is the eye fly which is like uh indoor skydiving um you know don't let those things stop you and don't don't be held back or limited by anything and i guess that's one of my main points in in talking to people about this subject is you know don't limit yourself and one of those ways we cannot limit it out can can avoid limiting ourselves is by owning our own shit and go okay well if I really want to do that bad enough, then I'm going to have to do some hard things to get there. I'm going to have to dial in my nutrition. I'm going to have to, you know, hit my training consistently. I'm going to have to up my intensity. I'm going to have to, you know, not have any excuses for training, you know. And a lot of the the things that can, like by owning our own shit, we, we have more positive interactions with people because we're not doing the blame game. We're not being a victim. We're not deflecting our issues. We can have happy, positive you know equal interactions with people we are happier we are less stressed because we're not like sitting down in the bottom of the victim barrel and we have much healthier relationships with with the broad spectrum of relationships whether it be work friends uh partners family because we know who we are we're owning it and whilst nobody's perfect i'm not it puts us a long way ahead of the curve in that we're taking steps to be our best selves now, some of the ways that we can work on um, getting to this place 
And I know it's a cliche now since the Marie Kondo um, decluttering, uh, everyone was folding their shirts and their underpants and getting super excited by it. And I'll put my hand up. I had a crack at it. I was very satisfied by folding my shirt and watching it stand up. Um, is the concept of does it bring you joy? Does something bring you joy? And if it doesn't, then you have to be able to say no. And does this fit into my priorities for, for what I want in life? And if it doesn't, then it has to be a no. Uh, there's a saying that if it's not a hell yes, it has to be a hell no. And that's very true. Um, when you're looking at how many times have you accepted an invitation to something or uh, made a commitment and you're like, oh, and you begrudgingly go and you, you know, you're not having a great time and you drag yourself there and this is, I wish I wasn't here. Whereas if you said um, very simply at the start, no, sorry, I can't attend that great you've owned it and you're free of it if you're going to attend something then it has to be or do something or a favor for somebody or help somebody out and you say yes you have to be prepared that you have freely and willingly said yes so you need to embrace it wholeheartedly and go at it and go into it with a good positive attitude i know myself when i've done things and i've been reminded that well when this turns to shit later which sometimes it does you know, you've, you've gone above and beyond for somebody, you've helped them and they've still sort of done the wrong thing by you. Rather than me being resentful about it and being grumpy about it, it's like, well, you made the decision to do, uh, you know, uh, give them this favour. You can't be resentful for something that you did willingly, um, knowing full well that, you know, potentially it could still end badly and you do it with the expectation of nothing in return. So if I say to you, yes, I'm going to help you out, I'm going to do whatever it is for you, then I then that means I've done it willingly and I don't have an expectation of anything in return and I'm doing it because it's the right thing to do. Um, I know I keep harping back to Greg Glassman quotes, but there's always one that resonates with me, particularly in business here at the gym, is, you know, do the right things for the right reasons and, and for the right people and, the, and then the right things will happen for you. And it's true. It's... You know, I'm, if I do something for somebody now, it's I do it wholeheartedly and mindfully so that I'm fully aware of what I'm doing, that I have committed to it and that it, I don't hold any resentment for it and I've got no expectation of an outcome either way. All it is is what I'm focused on is in that moment. So that's me owning my shit, knowing that, you know, I have chosen to prioritise helping someone else out. I have chosen to prioritise... Uh, a task and I do that freely without expectations whereas before I used to be you know get all kind of grumpy like well I did all that for them and then they still turned tail and did the dirty on me because at the end of the day you know all we control is ourselves all we can control is our steps that we take or our actions we can't control outcomes um, and that's something I've had to learn or be reminded of um, now that I'm playing golf a lot now is that you can have the perfect setup I can make the perfect swing at the ball but once that ball leaves that club face I can no longer control the outcome you know it could be tracking beautifully mid-flight gets hit by a gust of wind pushes it you know just two degrees offline so when it hits the ground it hits a bit of uneven ground and next thing I'm stuck right up behind a tree could I have done anything to change that outcome 
nope. Did I do the best I could leading up to the moment that I uh, released that control? So not lost control, released control. Uh, no, nope, I did everything that I could absolutely do. I followed my shot routine. Um, I went through the, the setup. I was bang online. I made a good quality swing. Sometimes things happen, you know, and you've got to release the need to control that outcome. And I'm a perfectionist and I like to control a lot of things and people will tell you that, but I, <laughs> I do like to control the outcomes. But I'm learning how to release that because you can't, you can't control the outcome. Like once you've done your part, the rest will be what it will be. And then all you can do is manage how you respond to the outcome. And that might be, you know, to, to have to go back and redo things, relearn things, um, maybe not go down that path again. Uh, there's a whole heap of things you look at depending on the situation. In our training scenarios here in the gym, you know, members can be, you know, nailing it, lifting their warm-up, <coughs> lifting at their warm-up weight, looking good, looking solid. They get to their one rep max or just above and the barbell doesn't move, even though the lift before was, you know, smooth and easy and look great and you think they're on track for a, a PB. If they've done everything right and they've lifted to the best that their technique allows them, again, that's just not an outcome we can control. Maybe, you know, they're, they're just not, they're a little bit tighter that day that they weren't consciously aware of or um, just a tiny thing in their setup. But again, once that barbell's in motion, then you can't, you can't actively control that outcome once things start moving fast. All you can do is control what you do in the process. So did I set up with my feet correctly? Did I drive through my legs? Was I have good extension? Did I pull myself down under the bar? Um, you know, was I balanced? Was I centered? All of those things. But who's to say if someone's lifting and going great and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a loud disturbance from somebody else and their attention is distracted for a second. They can't control that outcome. So it's just understanding that the outcome is it is what it is now how do i respond to that do i sit in the corner and sulk about it and go oh that was shit i got stuck underneath the tree that's not fair you know if only people would fill in their divots the ball wouldn't have bounced that way yada 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 and we've all said that i know i've said that in the golf course i've looked at you know a million things if that little spike mark wasn't there the ball wouldn't have bounced offline and would have gone in the hole and you know so on and so forth but none of that matters because you can't change it you can't control it i can't walk 200 meters up the fairway and fill in every divot in front of me just in case um a puff of wind comes and blows my ball offline and puts it in that position all i can deal with is the next shot that i have to play and i have to go through my process again about how i approach that shot thinking about what i've just done it doesn't help and let me tell you, this doesn't, it's not the easiest thing for me to do on the golf course. And this is where I'm saying I'm not perfect at this, but I'm working on it. It's trying to stay, brings us back to that term of, you know, being present and and controlling what we can rather than either sitting in the past, which serves us no good, or projecting ahead to the future, which doesn't work as well because we can't, we, we're not in that space. We can't control anything in that space. All I can control is what I'm doing right here, right now, this very second. So 
by owning by talking about this concept of owning your own shit and i've probably said that word about a thousand times on this podcast today so it'd probably get the e-rating today um is i just want people to be a little more mindful and 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 be more aware of your decisions that you make and and look look a little deeper behind the decision and go but why um why am i making this decision what what could i do better because ultimately that's what you have control of you know if you're gonna say that you don't have time sit down and have a look at your schedule have a look at your time look at your phone usage um i know that i track that and that makes me mindful of my um usage particularly of social media apps um you know and i i have time limits put on that so my phone will let me know well oh, you've used this for more time than you have allocated today and then i'm like oh that's all good i now need to do stuff but it makes me super mindful then of the stuff i jump on to do that it's exactly what i do and then i get off again um and it makes me mindful go, okay well i've only got two hours facebook time today how best am i going to use that um because I use that as a tool for my business. Okay, so what can I do in that two hours today that's gonna take my business further? Um, and, you know, it's about publishing the content or, or, or um, you know, responding to members and stuff like that, in, engaging with my community. Um, sitting there mindlessly scrolling through memories from 10 years ago probably isn't the best use of my time um, when I sit down and go, oh, where did my day go today? Well, let's look at your usage stats. Oh, that's where it went. Or I don't feel like I achieved anything today. Well, no, that's probably because I sat there scrolling mindlessly through Instagram, uh, clicking on, you know, videos of Alfie the Alpaca, which there's a lot to be said for that's valuable in time. If you ever need cheering up, go check out that Instagram feed of Alfie, A-L-F-I-E, the Alpaca. Awesome. It will make you smile every single day. But it's a little side note. But Alfie is not going to help me get closer to my goals either. So my challenge this week to you as we sign off is be mindful. Own your shit. See where you can control your processes. Try releasing from the outcome, letting it go, not being the victim, and seeing how you can affect some positive change in your life and, and, and help yourself grow and, and step forward. As always, thanks for your feedback, guys. Uh, I love doing this every week. It's a good little brain dump for me. If you have any uh, topic suggestions or anything you want to hear about or any guest suggestions, please email me at thevirtuosityproject at gmail.com or virtuosityproject um, on Instagram. Uh, hit me up with your DMs um, or coach CF4504, coach Lisa is where you'll find me as well. Please feel free to jump over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and a review. Uh, we read all of those and I'm very grateful for your support for the little podcast. All right, team, till next week, you do you. Hey team, Lisa here. Thanks so much for listening to The Virtuosity Project. It really means a lot to me that you guys give me half an hour of your ears each week. If you like what you hear please feel free to jump across to apple podcast give us a rating and a review um, that helps to get us showing on their content database and also appreciate um, your feedback and and thank you for those who've taken the time to email me or let me know how you've gone with the little weekly challenges i throw out or any ideas for guests or topics that would be great we are trying to organize some guests so um, thanks for listening hope you have a great week I uh, look forward to talking to you next week.